Hi, this is Abigail Nitz with Colin Lean, and we are reviewing uh, Brain on Fire, pages 1 through 90. We're going to begin with talking about the physical and mental sim symptoms um, of what had uh, happened to her. Uh, part of this includes several mental breakdowns. She is highly sensitive to light. Uh, she is compulsive slightly paranoid and this is shown later on in the book we will get into that later she is sensitive to bright lights and there's one more thing so some of the physical symptoms you could see she starts to get numbness on the left side of her body which is obviously it's not normal for a, a just a normal person for that to happen and with the numbness, she, she is physically ill, she's throwing up, she barely sleeps, she has insomnia, she gets really bad migraines, and it's just not normal. All of these are correlating all at the same time, and she noticed something, that something's wrong, and she just refuses to not really do anything about it. She ignores the physical symptoms and really starts uh, focusing on the mental. So you see in the beginning that she appears to have two bug bites, um, and she just assumes that they're bed bug bites. So during this point in history, it's also worth adding that they this was during the bed bug scare that happened in New York is when York. where where it was happening, and she is just so compulsive about it. Uh, she looks for the the, the bugs themselves and then has a professional come in, they can't find any, but she just insists on having her apartment sprayed, which is just not normal. That's a waste of money, especially in New York in a small studio apartment. That's expensive. Where sprays like that are like very expensive at this point in time. So that's some evidence of her highly compulsiveness. Um, and she's also clearly paranoid as one point she looks through her boyfriend's emails yeah her boyfriend's emails she just gets this compulsiveness of she has to look through them and she finds like his ex-girlfriend sending emails to him like oh how do i look in this dress or whatever but like he hasn't opened the emails but she just thinks that he's cheating on her when it's not the case he's hasn't looked in the emails these are old emails um, and then after the email, she decides to look through his dressers and she ends up finding like all of these pictures of his boyfriend's ex-girlfriends, uh, like all the pictures of them, and she just gets extremely jealous. But at that time in the book, you can see she says that she looks in the mirror and it's not herself, like it's just someone else. Well, during this point, it's very... This book is clearly about someone suffering from mental illness, and the book is actually, I believe, a memoir of her time in the hospital. Several other uh, effects on her life come from this mental illness, as in the very beginning of the book, she wakes up in the hospital, and there's no one else there except for a, she says, purple? It's the purple lady. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's a symbol, but it's just, that was in the preface, so we're not really sure 
it, it'll probably happen later in the book, but it hasn't really said anything about it, but I'm pretty sure that might be a symbol later in the book since it was so prevalent in the preface. Um, so since we're on the topics of symbols, it might be worth bringing up the ring now. Yeah, she has this uh, lucky ring that she got from her mother, and it has uh, a tiger eye stone is what it's called, and it's meant to block off evil spirits. And when she goes to them uh, to get some an MRI, she has to take it off. As and, you have to do with all metal in the MRI. Um, and she she ends up losing it. Like, she leaves it in the lockbox, and she loses it. But she doesn't want to call because she, like, doesn't want to hear that it's gone. Like, she already knows. And you could see... Again, another sign of paranoia and compulsiveness. Yeah, some other uh, mental symptoms you see that she's going to review this guy for her the post of the newspaper and she's just walking down the hallway she's like nervous because she's not really prepared for the interview in fact says several times she has nothing to give for her meeting for her uh reporter well you see that she explains it very descriptively the author is very good at describing what she feels, which is very good for the um, the audience. She explains as if the walls are breathing, which are in moving, which is, is just not normal. And she also explains um, that she, she, that she doesn't feel well either. She... You see that, like, later in the book, when she has a seizure with her boyfriend, um, she gets taken to the hospital, she wakes up, It's she's a little disoriented, as if anyone who passes out would be, and you see that she has, she has like, crazy breakouts throughout, and it's just in this small amount of time, she starts freaking out, she gets mad as when she's in the hospital, she's like, get me out of here, I don't want to be here, but then later... She brings up the point when she was getting her MRI and the MRI technician was bringing her back that he flirted with her. And she was mad about that, which is just completely out of nowhere, which just is not normal. Yeah, very high level mood swings, it seems. Um, and back to where she was snooping through her boyfriend's things, she tells her, co her co co-workers about what she did and how guilty she feels about it. And her coworkers in front of her said that, you know, it's, it's okay. Like, you know, it, it happens. You, you get jealous sometimes. But then you see, or later in the book, the, she has evidence of her friends saying that um, this really isn't normal, normal. She's so, her overreaction to her snooping around is just not normal. Um, yeah. Many of her symptoms to me almost seem to point to like an ep type of epil epilepsy as the sensitivity to light. Uh, some epilepsies can leave, lead to certain like phantom feelings such as numbness, uh, compulsiveness. So just some of these symptoms really sound to, like epilepsy to me, but uh, the book seems to be about her trying to figure out her mental illness. So odds are they'll talk about more about that as the book progresses. She also mentioned that she thinks, well, at first, herself, in the story, she thinks that she has bipolar disorder. 
but her talking as if she's writing the book later in her life, she says that um, she mentions what the disease she actually has, and it's called uh, psychosis, oh, which is when that. you actually, it's like when you actually leave reality and you're in a different reality. And she explains how this feels later. She, she was talking to a coworker and saying that, you know, um, I feel like I'm just leaving reality. Like, I, I, I leave my body. I can see my body on the ground, but I'm just above floating, looking down on what's going on. And she also tries to explain on page 34 about the disease, on how she, how it like, it comes in waves. At first, you're, you're doing horrible. You feel so sick. You're getting migraines. And then the next minute, you're fine. You're normal. You're, you're yourself again, like your old self. And a theme that is throughout this book is her trying to find herself, to actually know herself. And it's really hard for her to connect to her old, her old self. Um, and you see that throughout the book.